unfortunately. And I'm sure you already know me by now because I've did quite a few live streams already. Anyway, my name is Vaishnavi Charan. And um, as you know, this is my unfortunately. So we have a very amazing speaker for this evening. Uh, she's been very kind to um, take some time out of her busy schedule to spend a few, um, I think it's actually about 45 minutes to an hour with us. And as she mentioned, she's also got a little girl that's always so loving and she will come now and again to give her a few hugs. That's okay. <laughs> so um, she's an advocate of mental health. She's, the, uh, she's also a ICF accredited coach and an uh, holistic therapist. She helps people manage anxiety to feel calm confident and resilient. Her name is Nisanka Wickramarachi. I think I got it right. <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you very much, Vaisnavi. Awesome. <laughs> you did get it right, spot on. <laughs> okay. She's actually from London, uh, in the, which is based in the United Kingdom. And we're going to be speaking about managing anxiety to build resilience. I'm sure all of us uh, think this is actually very, an, um, very important topic for us to discuss because a lot of us are having difficulty with anxiety, stress, and so forth. It's not just the pandemic, it's actually other things that also adds to the stress factor. And if it's not the pandemic, there's always something else. So before we actually start with our discussion, I want to mention a disclaimer on behalf of Mindful Trinity. The opinions, views, and beliefs expressed are those of our guest speakers and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Mindful Trinity or the policies of the company thereof. The content of the show does not constitute any legal or medical advice and is provided for the general insight and guidance. If you require specific legal, medical, or any professional advice, you should contact a specialist or a qualified practitioner. So once again, welcome to Nisanka. We are so grateful that you accepted our invites and you're here to share all of your insights and all of your knowledge with all of us. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Vaitsnami. This is a great opportunity. I've been really excited and looking forward to this moment. <laughs> thank you so much. So can you tell us what is resilience? Resilience is, there's several definitions to it. So whenever I talk about resilience, I talk about in the context of coaching and therapy. So resilience is the, the ability of people to bounce back from when they have faced crisis and they bounce back and just um, go back to their normal state. I have, throughout working with clients and from my own experience of resilience, I would actually lost you there. Anyway, go on. Thank you. Right, so resilience is, you asked me the question, what, what is resilience? Resilience is, is the ability to bounce back from adversity. So when you face something, something, something like a crisis, a trauma or something like that, mm -hmm. and if you have the ability to bounce back and recover from the 
the, basically the fight or flight state and reinstate your normal dust resilience. Ah, wonderful. So how can resilience help with anxiety? There's two part answer to that one. Mm -hmm. It's not either or that, either or situation when it comes to anxiety and resilience. It's, it's one of those things, it's like, a, it's like a circle, you know, it just goes round and round. So you need, when, when people are resilient, they, they cope better with anxiety and depression. But on the other hand, on the other hand, when people have um, recovered from anxiety and depression, they are much more resilient. So there's something beyond resilient and anxiety that is our ability to process emotions in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the beginning of resilience. So when you know how to get that right, yeah. you can process emotions and you can build up resilience that um, inadvertently help um, reduce anxiety and the other way around as well so it's just one big concept and mm -hmm. it's not either or other mm -hmm. so basically I, I guess it's practice makes perfect and it cannot happen overnight yes practice does make it permanent rather than perfect because uh -huh. um, looking for perfection is actually a trauma response Oh, okay. right. So if any of you are perfectionists and trying to get it all perfect, trying to get parenting perfect, trying to get your job perfect and trying to get a module perfect, mm -hmm. that's actually more of a of a trauma response of people. So there's a belief behind it. So practice does make it permanent. Right, mm -hmm. Snowy. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you so much for that uh, very informative answer. And can you give us some examples? What are some of the ways to build resilience? Well, building resilience takes time. And some people are born resilient. Mm -hmm. Some people are... Resilience is more of a spectrum. So it's not... So if you think about, um, you know, anxiety is a spectrum. Depression is a spectrum like that. Happiness is a spectrum. You know, so like that, resilience is also a spectrum. Mm -hmm. So, so the ways to build resilience is to first of all build up the ability to process your emotions, mm -hmm. and then regulating your your brain's fight or flight response, and then and then we have this neuroplasticity in our brain, which means we can train our brains to be resilient if that wasn't something that we've always had you just keep at it you just keep going at it i mean that's just basically the three main steps i can tell you how to build resilience that's again a bit of a long process okay but tell me something will maybe i'm just trying to think of off the top of my head um the association that we actually keep in our circle whether it's actually family or friends, do they actually play, a, a, well, an impact in your resilience journey, I would say, or would ask? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's a great question. Mm. So 
everything we do as adults comes from our beliefs as children, okay. right? So we grow up amongst our adults, our parents, any adults, you know, and that has a massive impact on us in different ways. So if you think about a family, small family, right? Just take picture that small family, right? Yeah. So you are born through your mother. Mm -hmm. So you inherit ancestral genes, DNA, that carries our ability to be resilient. Mm -hmm. And then you grow up in an environment observing your adult's behaviors, mm -hmm. right? So you learn from that as well. So the environment that we grow up in has a massive impact on our, our, our resilience, our ability to bounce back. So, you know, environment we grow up is, is literally everything, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, of so course. So it affects the resilience as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, what, okay, I think I actually asked you that, or maybe I'll ask you again if I, if I actually forgot to ask you. What are some of the traits of a resilient person? Yes, I never asked you that. <laughs> Yeah, um, the characteristic of a resilient person is they will, that if they face adversities, mm -hmm. right? Say, mm -hmm. for example, um, I'll take an extreme scenario, which is people who are going to war, mm -hmm. right? Um, actually, the concept of resilience kind of emerged from the, the war veterans and PTSD and all revolved around that. Mm -hmm. So think about a war veteran who's been to, to, to the war. Mm -hmm. So they experience harrowing experiences kind of every day. That's their norm of their life. So okay. there could be a set of people who come out of it suffering from PTSD because of the enormous trauma that they've been through. Mm -hmm. There could be another group that's coming out of it going, fine it's happened I'm leaving it behind mm -hmm. and I'm moving on so they could be happy they could be calm there's mm -hmm. no signs of PTSD or mm -hmm. depression or anxiety there's no signs of them having gone through trauma they've mm -hmm. just bounced back right they've also forgiven they're grateful so they they carry all these qualities they're calm they can take their life in a stride whereas another group of people could be suffering from PTSD, depression, anxiety, and all sorts of these things. So a characteristic of a, of a resilient person is normally when they are able to take the life in a stride even after they faced adversities. Mm -hmm. Take you know, COVID for an example. Some people went, yeah, COVID, can't go, can't do anything. I'm gonna change my business. I'm gonna pivot. I'm going to try a different way of living. I'm all right. I'm going to make the most of this time. Mm -hmm. Whereas some people went, oh my goodness me, and I can't go out. I can't do anything. What am I going to do with my business? Uh, mm -hmm. Life is over. I am doomed, you know, something. Mm -hmm. it, it, so you can see the difference between a resilient person and a person who hasn't got, got much of a resilience. There's also another group they may seem like they're resilient because they're not necessarily reacting, but mm. that is also a survival response, okay. right? That's not resilient. That's a survival response. They're more likely to have been disassociated by the shock. So there's just because you're calm mm -hmm. in a crisis or after a crisis, 
doesn't necessarily mean that you are resilient but it also uh, you know the, the best way to to know a resilient person or recognize a resilient person is you're taking life in a stride no matter what comes your way you're bouncing back happy calm confident moving on with happiness and gratefulness i'm going to turn the heating down a little bit <laughs> that's very nice very nice um, response to the question um, to actually maybe elaborate more onto this, is resilience a, a skill or would you say it's a trait? I think going back to what I said about, you know, inheriting some of the qualities from our parents and, mm -hmm. you know, through ancestral genes and also us learning things from, you know, observing our parents' behavior mm -hmm. and adults' behavior when we're growing up. So it's both. It's mm -hmm. both. So, you know, I'm sure if you spoke to a scientist, they would have a lot more to explain about inheritance and the genes and the epigenetics, you know, our mm -hmm. ancestral uh, impact on us. But it's, it's a skill as well as a trait. So, for example, just because you don't feel that you're resilient or you don't find yourself being resilient right now mm -hmm. uh, because of whatever's happened in the past doesn't mean yeah. that you can't learn it. So you can learn it. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, yeah, you can learn it. Everything that we are, uh -huh. right? Our traits, our characteristics, personalities, including DNA, are things mm -hmm. that we can change. Okay. So how can one train themselves to become more resilient? Uh, I would say, I'd say, first thing is notice how you respond Mm -hmm. to any any adversities any circumstances that mm -hmm. are not in your control any traumas mm -hmm. right notice that different notice that response and work with some you know like i said it's a spectrum so you might be having a mild reaction mm -hmm. and some might be having a severe reaction so speak to somebody like mm -hmm. a therapist or a coach right mm -hmm. depending on how you react mm -hmm. and sort of find the root cause of your triggers mm -hmm. right and resolve it from there well that's like a sort of a bit of a journey but mm -hmm. if you want an activity mm -hmm. sort of to take away from this conversation and uh, on build up building up resilience so i've got one for you mm -hmm. If you got a pen and a paper write this down so it's a couple of things right so think about think about a moment that something did not go down very well in the past right mm -hmm. something's happened in the past something did not go down well and i want you to think of five right five things that you did really well in that situation five or three or two however you can come up with think of five things that you can you did really well in that situation to manage yourself mm -hmm. and the situation mm -hmm. right and then i want you to think of your strengths that you've identified so can i actually stop you there um you can actually ask our audience to also partake in the exercise i think it will be very nice for you all yeah. to take part in this exercise because this platform was designed not for me it was actually mostly designed for all of you 
we are my intention is to actually help society to heal grow and learn together so nisanka maybe you can actually repeat it and guys if you need to get a pen and paper try and get one like in one minute <laughs> and we all can do it together i think it'll be very nice to actually hear your responses even if you don't want to comment publicly on this platform here you can always maybe email it to me uh, i will actually slot in my i will actually pop in my uh, details on on this uh, news feed i would say comments feed <laughs> and you can actually email me and i will actually forward it to nasanka and she can be able to help you but it will be very nice for you to actually partake in it right now let's be a sport and do something different that we normally don't do okay nasanka you can start again with it please okay so think of uh, so the activity is to take away from today is think of something that did not go um, according to your according to plan think of um i'd say a crisis or a difficult situation that you faced right mm -hmm. and then think of five things that you actually did well to manage we always do things well it's just that we sometimes we get hung up on the negatives too much because our brain is negative biased so think of consciously think of five things that you did really well and then i want you to think of five things or five strengths five strong qualities that you've recognized in facing that adversity well and then third one is yeah and then write down moving forward write down five affirmations that you can practice every day in terms of the the things that you did really well so for example i'll give you an example mm -hmm. so uh can i say all right okay so i'll give you an example recently my mom was in the hospital and actually i'm quite literate with you know all of this but you know it was my mom she lives in sri lanka i'm here in uk i did get a bit upset so i did actually have a bit of a sort of you know a couple of weeks of not feeling great mm -hmm. and then to take a deep breath and i thought of when she was in the hospital last time what did i do so i did write five things how i managed that situation that means i grounded myself i practiced my breathing i talked to people i kept talking to them talking to her every day so i did things well right and then i thought of my strengths actually my strengths are and resources are i am i am um i am good at keeping time and calling her i am good at remembering to do things i am good at um i'm good at keep you know paying attention to my business and my child as well as what what's going on in the in the background so i just mm -hmm. thought of those things Mm -hmm. And then I wrote five things that I want to be doing in terms of an affirmation, like something like um, when she's out of the hospital, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. So when she's, you know, so I just thought of future and wrote five affirmations mm -hmm. and I just took it from there. That's one way of doing that okay. and, and grounding yourself 
So I can give you a grounding technique as well. So say, for example, if you feel like your thoughts are spiraling out of control Mm -hmm. and you can't sort of ground yourself or you're feeling really anxious because of whatever is going on. So I'm going to I'm going to give you a grounding technique so you can take away still got that pen and paper yep then write down so this grounding technique is to sort of connect with your five senses you know so vision you know so vision hearing smell uh, taste and you know touch so connect with that so how do you do that that is to Think about five things you can see. So kind of not the regular things you can see, but seek out like a cloud and change of color of the cloud and sort of a blowing tree in the wind and something, something nice. So think of five things you can see and then four things you can hear. Okay. And three things you can feel so touch you know touch of a tree touch of a fabric three things you can feel two things you can smell you know lime everybody's different i like soap (laughs) smelling soap Uh so um, two things you can smell and one thing you can taste Mm. so when you connect to the senses you feel grounded so that's two things that you can take away from today. Lovely. So I think this exercise is actually quite interesting. And I'm not sure whether our audience did manage to uh, write everything down. If you haven't, that's actually okay as well. You can always watch the replay of this and do oh. the exercise, you know, once again, or actually do it at your own pace. I always say do it at your own pace because not everyone is the same. I must admit that I actually never wrote down everything. I just wrote as fast as I could. (laughs) So I'm not sure if if my audience are also having the same challenge like me, writing as fast as Nisanka is actually explaining everything to us. But yes, um, it was actually quite awesome advice. So Nisanka, I'm just going to check with our audience if they have any questions for you. I did see one come through from Malini, okay. okay? And before I actually um, go to the Facebook uh, comments feed, I want to recap our discussion. I normally take down notes when my guest speaker is speaking, but I also felt by me doing that, I actually lose my focus on the topic and also learning because when, when your guest is actually in front of you, it's actually very good to pay attention to what's in front of you. So yes, I'm also trying that. <laughs> so um, yeah, guys, if you have any questions for Nazanka, please do take this opportunity to actually um, send them through to us via the comments feed. And after I recap our discussion, I will go back on and be able to read it to Nazanka. So what I actually took from this old discussion is to take life in our stride even when we faced with challenges because challenges are always going to be there and give me one second can i i'm busy i'm busy give me one second please sorry i normally don't have so many people talking to me at the same time but i'm gonna pay attention to you now sorry about that 
Yeah, so okay. actually to uh, take life in our stride. That's, um, yep. yeah, that's quite important because challenges are always going to be there. And um, we actually don't have control of most of the things like you mentioned in the beginning of this pandemic. None of us actually saw this coming. And for something as big as this actually affected the entire world, not just ourselves. A lot of people has been affected much more than some. Um, a lot of people actually lost their jobs. And that actually, if they didn't know how to manage the loss of the jobs, um, when it comes to with uh, resilience, it also affected, affected their family lives, their lifestyles. Oh. A lot of them actually lost families due to that. And bigger than that, they actually lost families um, due to COVID. You know, most of them actually cool. left this world because of that. And I think, you know what, I actually know quite a few people that actually had so many challenges hit them at once. It's like when it rains, it really pours. And um, maybe I can actually ask you another question before we actually go on to the comments from the audience or the questions yeah. from them. For someone that actually has been affected by so much with, uh, you know, loss of the job, people in the families actually leaving this world. Um, I mean, we, we don't have control of that because when, when it's time for us to leave, we don't have an option, we have to go. It just means our chapter on this earth is actually over and yeah. we have to go. So what advice do you have for people in that situation? With, Challenges all hitting them all at once. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think I'll give you an answer specifically to the question you asked about because grief is a separate issue and, you know, managing loss is a separate issue. Mm. But if if I kind of segregate the, the question that you asked and sort of focus on how to manage situations when you are in the midst of, one problem after the other, like you said, mm -hmm. it never rains, it pours. And that's what I used to believe. It never rains, it pours. The first thing you need to do is accept the emotions that you're feeling. And it's incredibly important to accept the emotions you're feeling. We're human beings. We are supposed to feel this way because it's one of the ways our bodies and our brain regulate back to normal senses. Mm -hmm. That's why feel, we feel emotions, right? So we have to accept what we are feeling so how you do that you can speak to somebody you can you can speak to a therapist you can speak to a friend you can speak to somebody who can just hold the space and listen to you you know at the end of the day when you're going through something like that you don't want everybody's advice you just need somebody to be there for you looking after you so sure. speak to somebody accept the emotions the second thing is is to um af practice affirmation practice positive not positivity affirmation because there's so many research to say that when you face a circumstance any situation with positivity right you can actually change the outcomes the best example is i don't know if any of you have read the book um the man's meaning man's search for meaning by mm -hmm. victor frankel it is a great book to have, and I'll put it down as a comment so you can uh, read it. Thank you. He was in, um, he was a prisoner, tortured by, in sort of 
really, really bad circumstances. Mm-hmm. But he found something in the sec- in that situation. He he. I'll give you an example. Once he was down with typhoid, um, and then he he was going into this hallucination, and it was just like he knew his death was coming. But mm-hmm. he told himself, "When I'm out of this prison, I'm going to write that book that I was thinking of." Mm-hmm. Right? He that positivity, that belief, got him out of that extreme fever. So it's about when you're in situations you have no control of, pay attention to how you can change yourself. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Think about. When you can't change the circumstances, think about how you can change yourself. That's about taking a deep dive into yourself and and finding out what's making behave this way. What can I change about myself? What can I look for? Um, Again, Viktor Frankl says, when you know your why, you can figure out your how. I'll give you an example from my own personal circumstances. Mm-hmm. I was suicidal three and a half years ago, down in the dumps, depressed, anxious, all of that. And I had a why, that's my child. I wanted to be there for her, but not just be there physically. I wanted to be there emotionally available for her. That was my why. And I found out how to do that okay right i found out how to do that uh-huh. so in a circumstance in a, in a, in a in a situation where you have no control of what's going on uh-huh. practice affirmation find a why right uh-huh. and consistently little steps at a time baby steps at a time move towards your why and Lovely. Yeah, and, and, and this statement of it never rains, it pours, mm-hmm. turn it into an affirmation. Mm-hmm. So reframe it into an affirmation mm-hmm. because what you send out, you attract back into your life. Mm-hmm. If you living, live believing that people are dishonest, people are miserable, mm-hmm. I get used, you will end up attracting those kind of people into your life. But sure. if you end up living your life believing people are good, people... Mm-hmm. Uh, people people are kind to me people Mm. you know I attract love you end Mm. up attracting that into your life it's all about the vibrational energy and you know that's more science to it yes it's very true it's just about you finding Mm. what what your why and you'll find a how it's like basically you actually attract what you give out it comes back to you yeah really absolutely Okay, that's absolutely awesome. And I like what you said about the connecting with the senses. I actually practice practice this all the time. Um, it's it's very nice to actually connect with nature in in with in a sense of the senses, being grateful for our sights, being grateful for the for tasting all of the uh, scrumptious meals that we actually put uh, take in into our bodies. And yeah, the rest of the senses as well, sight, smell, and all of that. So yeah, thank you so much for that, Sanka. That's all right. Okay, I'm going to go on to our comments feed, and I'll see there's one question from Malini. Guys, if there's any more questions from Nisanka, please do um, partake and ask your questions. We have Nisanka in 
um, our live platform today and it'll be very nice to actually get her association by asking her whatever you want to. So um, Malini says, I've been dealing with chronic anxiety and depression for most of my life. I now live by being content with everything I live, no, everything I have, overcome and everything I have. Would you consider me resilient? I have been through a lot of trauma from childhood. Repeat that question again. So what was her question exactly? Uh, she asked whether you will consider her being resilient. Uh, she basically said that she's been through a lot from childhood. She's been diagnosed with, with anxiety and depression and so forth. And uh, she's overcame all of that. So she always right. had a traumatic life and she asked whether you consider her um, resilient. I don't know, before you actually answer that, because I actually feel only you can actually answer that, knowing that you actually went through all of that. But yeah, maybe you can also help us out there. Actually, no, Vaisnavi, I, I agree. I think my question to Marlene is, um, how do you, how resilient do you feel? So the question is from zero to 10, how do you feel that you would be able to take your life in a stride. Mm. How calm do you feel? From zero to 10, give, give yourself a score, right? Mm -hmm. How calm do you feel? How confident do you feel? How hopeful do you feel? Now, mind you, we have bad days, good days. Mm. It's a, it's you know life is a mixture of all of that mm. but generally speaking how happy do you feel right mm -hmm. and how much have you been able to forgive and how much can you forgive as you go on mm -hmm. and if your score is really high to all of those questions you know you you you've got your resilient part right yeah yeah right be honest with yourself that's the thing Okay. Yeah, and also um, to actually add to that, it's actually okay to go through um, bad days. As you mentioned, it's actually part of life. And part this, of life. Yeah, this planet is actually designed like that. If everything was good, how boring will life be? Another thing is, it's all a balance, the good and the bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can never control the bad days. We can never control the bad days, you yeah. know. But it's just about bad days are bad. That's all right. You know, yeah. you take bad day. Bad day comes to an end, right? Bad yes. day comes to an end. Yeah. Yeah. So I see there's another comment. I'm just going to okay. Hold on, please. Sorry. <laughs> so this That's is my daughter screaming. Yeah, let me just put. Okay. So it looks like both of us are having some challenges with our family today but it's actually good of challenges. course it's working from home isn't it i hope i'll, I'll yeah i don't know that's better yeah right what was the other question okay uh, hopefully this is a, i won't be disturbed yeah no it's fine this is actually a comment from ronelle mortian and this is actually very kind of her she basically says mindful trinity i love the way you take things in your stride you are so positive and you're a great inspiration thank you so much ronelle I'm very grateful to have all of you uh, supporting me on these many ventures. It's like, uh, it's during this old pandemic, I've grew, 
well, actually grown so much. And, you know, it's actually because I was pushed out of my comfort. I was forced out of my comfort. And I think anyone in my situation uh, will be able to do what I'm doing. So I'm just trying to find the positives in a negative situation and also try to help others whilst I also help myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Of course, of course. That's a, that's a kind comment. Thank you very much. Yeah. Whoever said that. <laughs> yeah, that is Ranel. So, yeah. I don't see any more questions. Let me just double check. And um, yeah, and Malini, you can also let us know if that, uh, if Nasanka actually answered your question and if you're, you were satisfied with it or you want anything further. Um, I will also ask Nasanka to uh, leave all of her social details for us. She's based in London, so we'll have to do everything virtually. And I think Mark Zuckerberg made everything so pleasant for all of us to keep in contact and network with people all over the world. Please share any parting thoughts with us. Okay. I don't know what's going on here. Today we're having one of those days. <laughs> Nisanka? Can I you... think I can hear you now, but you froze for a second earlier. <laughs> Okay, both of us. Um, before you share your parting thoughts, maybe share your social um, way where people can actually find you in the social world, virtual world. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I do have a I do have a private Facebook group called Let's Talk Anxiety. Mm -hmm. So there's so much help, you know, guidance, um, discussions, interviews like this uh, that you can have like wealth of um, you know resources there so do join me let's talk anxiety and my facebook group is not the group page is coaching with nisanka okay yeah if you really put coaching with nisanka to google yeah. i do appear on top because thank god i have a distinct name <laughs> so <laughs> if you put coaching with nisanka or literally on top of google my name is there i'm there so you can easily find me okay that's actually a blessing in disguise so yeah very nice yeah and uh, and also uh, vice nevi um on my website which is www.coachingwithnasanka.com mm -hmm. there is an anxiety scale questionnaire so you can just subscribe and it will it will um send you a questionnaire that you can uh, sort of do in your own time and then it'll give you core and then give you advice on what to do next okay lovely i'm just seeing because i see there's another comment here but i don't know i just lost it but yeah can you also share any parting thoughts with us um parting thought i think there isn't anything that people can't recover from so Marlene, uh, I mean, I can relate to you in terms of childhood adversities. You know, I was one of those children. I grew up in, in Sri Lanka and I've been through quite a lot of adversities as a child, you know, including sexual abuse. And, you know, there are so many that, uh, you know, if you if you go to my website, you will listen to some of my stories and my story. And you think that we can't recover from from in this world you can mm -hmm. and resilience um 
despite everything you may have been told from your child, you're not good enough or you're not this, you're pretty, whatever it is, despite everything that we have conditioned to mm. believe, mm. resilience is something that if you decide to build that today, that's something that you can build up. 1% better than today. If tomorrow is better, just, just even by 1% than today, it's a good achievement. Mm. So it all comes down to us making that choice, decision, and taking actions. And I wish you all the best. Yeah, thank you so much. It's been uh, such a pleasure having you on here. And I'm sure our audience also feels the same. Malini also uh, really appreciates your advice. She just commented. So thank you for that as well. Um, so yeah, so again, we're very grateful for all of the advice that you actually gave us.